welcome back to Check Check Go. This is episode five. I'm Philip, joined as always by Nathan. Yo. What's up, man? Oh, not much. Well, actually, a lot, because we didn't record last week, so we got a ton of stuff to talk about. It's uh, It's been a busy couple weeks. It's, it's like, uh, well, we won't miss much, and then boom, everything happened. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if this is your first time listening, Check Check Go is a weekly video game podcast where Nathan and I discuss all the stuff, all the topics, latest stuff out there in video games. Uh, but we like to start each and every week talking about what we've been playing. So, Nathan, you kind of spilled the beans to me a little, uh, a few seconds ago, but what you've been playing for the listeners? Um... Well, after I bought all those games a while back, uh, I actually played Far Cry New Dawn for a oh, long time. Yeah, um, which it's 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 very it's very Far Cry. It's it's Far Cry game. Um, you you do all the Far Cry stuff, and you 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 run around in first person, and you shoot you lots sh- of things, you shoot people, and, and you liberate outposts, and yeah. you craft stuff, and you 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 climb things, and it's uh, it's a Far Cry game. Is it fun? Uh, I mean, yeah, it's for, it's a Far Cry game. <laughs> no, I'm just they 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 need some new material. Um, honestly, playing it made me. Well, actually, what it did was um, it made me go back and play Far Cry Three. Um, so I loaded that up, you know, thinking because you know I've played uh I've played every game since three, so I've played four, Primal, five, and now New Dawn. And so I went back to three and I was like, well, three is, you know, people consider it to be the best in the series still. So how does it still hold up? The uh, the answer to that question is very, very well. Um, the engine that they use is really, really good. And so even with the slightly dated graphics, like it's still it's still recognizably Far Cry. Um, and uh, I mean, most of the improvements that they made to the series have been for like, honestly, like the UI mm. and like uh, just quality of life stuff like the gameplay is still very very similar and uh yeah they just uh they need i here, here here's my my pitch for okay. for far cry um ubisoft if you're listening here's my pitch so we've had every far cry so far has been a fairly realistic like modern modern setting i want a, except like, for primal, but yeah, ex- no, 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 well, yeah, except yeah. for I, primal, I yeah. I so I want them to do something kind of like primal, except I want them to either go full fantasy, mm-hmm. like I'm talking like swords and bows and magic, mm-hmm. or I want them to do like a super futuristic thing, kind of like Blood Dragon for three. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. The I DLC for Blood Dragon, Far Cry yeah. three, um, and do like a whole game like in that futuristic setting. I think would be a good idea, but they need to do something. Well, because it sounds, it sounds to me like what you're saying is the tone that they've had for the most part just doesn't really lend lend itself to really like anything spectacular. Well, no, it's just there. They've been doing the exact same thing. Uh, It's it's like Assassin's Creed. They 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 know what they're doing. They do it really well, but Mm -hmm. it's starting to get a little dated. Like they need to change it up a little bit. Like uh like Assassin's Creed did with uh, they took a step back and like uh, with Origins and Odyssey. Like uh, Far Cry needs an Origins and Odyssey remake. Interesting. Uh, Well, Assassin's Creed went went open world, but that's already what. Yeah, I'm I'm saying they they gotta they gotta do rebrand it. Yeah, they gotta they gotta put a twist on it somewhere. And so your proposal is go crazy, change the setting. Yeah, yeah. Because the mechanics work. The mechanics are like grade A, fantastic. So it sounds like the engine. I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't want to tweak the engine. I wouldn't want to tweak the the gameplay mechanics because those all work. So. Really, the only thing that's left is the setting itself. Like, change that up a bit. Give us something fresh. Now, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I get what you're saying with, like, it's, it's had a sort of a pseudo-realistic setting, but hasn't Far Cry always kind of been wacky in a way? Like, you can yeah, it just has, do wacky but stuff. you so can I do think, that other places. Yeah, yeah. So I, I would think, though, maybe go future with it. 
and that way you could get like wacky with like the technology and and all that. Oh yeah, that's that's why yeah. that's why I said I'd wanted to do one of those things. Yeah, I I would just I think I would lean maybe future. Well, they've already they've already kind of done that too, so I don't think it would be yeah out of left field. Yeah, well, and because I guess the other thing I know, I mean, it's a little bit different because it'd be first person, but um, I wonder if Ubisoft has to think about like not stepping on its own like other studios toes its own other studios because like if they did go fantasy are you kind of getting into the assassin's creed realm there no no that's well i mean especially if you i I would not consider assassin's creed fantasy at all if anything it's sci-fi swords and bows swords and bows and, and spears and shields and oh no taking over outposts and yada 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 well because like Far Cry started that shit, man. Well, yeah, but almost all the Ubisoft games do that now. They all yeah, <laughs> Ubisoft has a very that's their fingerprint. They know what they're about. But like I said, I mean, I guess the the first person view and sort of the Far oh my Cry god, and all a Far Cry Rabbids game. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they did. I play it. For honor, rabbits. I do it. Yeah. Yeah, Ubisoft. The, Ubisoft is just it's firing on all cylinders. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, do we know if they're doing an E three thing? I would assume so. I haven't heard that they're not. Yeah, they aren't one of the people I, that's heard a bunch to doing of their own directs. They did a pretty decent one last year. Yeah. I was going to say it was the only one without a concert, but I think no, they they, they concert, did the Just yeah. Dance thing yeah. to start it off with. But <laughs> other than that, it was pretty pretty standard. Yeah. So uh, so what what else what else have you been playing? <laughs> well, and uh, going back to Nathan's blast from the past, from the I past. dodged a bullet. GOG tried to screw me. They uh, they released the original two uh, Warcraft games, um, Warcraft Orcs and Humans, as the original was entitled, and then Warcraft Two. Um, what's the? Why am I blanking on yeah, that? I don't know. I don't know. War for Azeroth. Yeah. Anyway, wasn't that the Warcraft one and two? Of WoW. What? No. Battlefield. Azeroth. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> far be it from Blizzard to recycle a title for something. Anyway, that's GOG tried to get me with that, and I dodged that bullet. But uh, blast from the past still caught up with me anyway, because I'm playing Final Fantasy Tactics again. That is a past there. I. <sighs> You playing on PC? Huh? You playing on PC? Yes. Uh, yeah. 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 Um I think I've I've only actually beaten the game once. I've been playing it off and on for years though. But uh it's arguably one of the best Final Fantasy games. You've been praising um, it for years. Yeah, it's uh but it's it's a lot different. It's more um more like Fire Emblem than mainstream Actually, it, it and another another series that you've probably never heard of called Tactics Ogre actually started like the whole turn-based RPG mm-hmm. tactical series, yeah. Um, which Fire Emblem made famous, but that's kind of how it got started. I mean, Final Fantasy Tactics is beloved. Not only that, but they did two spinoff games, Tactics Advance and Tactics A2, which are yeah. both excellent games. Yeah. Yep. And I would, I, I would very, very much love for them to do another tactics game at some point. What we if, got the switch now? What if, yeah. What if, what if Square came out this year and said we're doing a new tactics game? If they the said switch? that the Nate, if they said that the next Final Fantasy game was another tactics, I would, I would lose my shit. It's never going to happen. Even if they just it's never, going even to if happen. they just remade tactics. Oh well, now that could happen. And by remake, what Square would do is they would just port they'd probably take the phone version and port it oh god that's seriously probably what they would do yeah well i mean and they have the psp version now i mean they got war of the lions which is actually what i'm playing yeah just bring that over um well so is that it is that it yeah pretty much that's what i've been doing all right i have had a journey past couple weeks i was so excited did you finally finish your Odyssey? No, I did not. I did not. I did not. I'm still on a, a hiatus there, a little sabbatical. Uh, 
I was so excited to get in here last week to talk about what I played the previous week. And that is, I was sitting there, it was spring break, I had a little bit, I had a little bit more time than normal, and I was like, you know what? I should play Mass Effect. I should finally finish Mass Effect. The Last of Us. Oh, God. And so, boy, howdy, I did, I went start to finish in about three sittings with The Last of Us. And that was a wild ride. Uh, I loved it. My boy, Troy Baker, killed it. My girl, Ashley Johnson, killed it. I killed a lot of freaking zombies. It was good. It was very good. It is exactly what people have always said it was, and I'm so glad that I finally played it. I'm happy for you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's got me absolutely out of my mind pumped for Days Gone. In two <laughs> For and Days weeks? Gone and not the actual sequel. Well, I, I, I try to temper my, my hype for that because I don't know if, if that's coming this year or not. So, no, I am, I'm excited about Days Gone. As I have been for years, you know, you know, I've been, I've been, I've been saying since I, before I, we even knew it was called Days Gone. I've been excited about that. Yeah, I, I hope it, I hope it's good for you because uh, I've been there. I've been, I've been on a hype train for a game for years, and then it came out and it was like, yeah, but eh. I, I'm, I'm always good about tempering those expectations though, and I liked the fact that a, uh, we got all those previews like a month ago, two months ago, and people were like. Wow, it's better than we were expecting. So that's that's always good because they were everybody was sort of down on it, very average on it, and now they're a little bit more excited about it. So that's good. Last of Us. Uh, I needed a palate cleanser after Last of Us because that was that took that was an emotional toll. It really was. So to lighten the mood a little bit, but stay within the Naughty Dog family. I for the first time played the very first Uncharted game. Really? Yeah. Very like fun arcadey, man. Uh, hey, the you mechanics. Want, you, want more, you want me to divide a fan base right now? Tomb Raider is better. I I said refuse, it. I refuse to uh, to label better or worse, especially for Uncharted One versus Tomb Raider One, because like complete like Tomb Raider came at, out after the first two or three um, Uncharted games. Still better. It's different. Uh, and one influences the other. I mean, I, th- I think it's I think it's fascinating, like, back and forth. Because you had the first couple... Well, obviously, you had the old Uncharted... The old Tomb Raider games. Then you had Uncharted. I think it's Uncharted 1, 2, and 3. Then you had Tomb Raider. I kind of wish we were doing this on video so that people could see me grinning maniacally because I literally just said that to, to spawn this conversation. So... That to me though was the 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 best part about it because like man it it mechanically doesn't hold up that well. Now I was playing the the collection, the Nathan Drake collection, I think is what it's called, uh, on PS4, which I own and haven't, I've barely touched. So, so from, I think I think it controls okay, but like there's just still like, ugh, it was it was still very outdated. But the cool thing was to see because I love. The, the new Tomb Raiders. It was cool to see the things that really, really influenced it, like the the puzzle design, like the climbing, the 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 weapons, things like that, and to see what Tomb Raider really did improve upon. So, um, I got to the end of Uncharted One. I'm like, ah, I just really can't do another one right now. So, I stuck with those two. Um, trying to think of. Other stuff that I played because that was all Mass last Effect. week. Gotta get to the old Mass Effect. Um, I will never let you rest until you finish it. God, what else? Just, I, I think it's just like pedaled around here and there. I, like I started playing Limbo. Um, well, oh, you're all over the place. Yeah, yeah, and I, I'm trying to think. Hey, have you started Lost Odyssey yet? No, I haven't finished my current Odyssey. It doesn't matter if I'm on sabbatical. I've got to finish it, then I'll get the Lost Odyssey. That was the contractual agreement. Well, then you better get to it. <sighs> Maybe I'll get back on it this week. I don't know. I don't know. Um, 
God. As much as I had time to play during spring break, man, this this week of work has had got me just coming home and sleeping. So I don't think I played too too much this week, other because I, I didn't want anything that I had to actually be like mentally engaged with. You know, you're just so tired, just like want something passive. So I think that's why I did a couple platforms. I should have brought out Civ Five again. Oh yeah, yeah. Did you hear that? Uh, now I know I know that you don't like it near as much as Civ Five, but did you hear that uh, Civ Six is getting cloud saves so you can go between switch and pc yeah i did yeah i yeah, saw that that's pretty cool that's pretty cool um yeah so i think that was about it last of us it's great it's great um well let's get into some topics nathan let's open up with what i feel like you believed was already i mean we already knew it was coming but they officially announced Borderlands 3 oh yeah they officially did you watch that train wreck of a conference? No, I did not watch the conference. All I've seen was the trailer. Jeez! And did you watch like the trailer just on YouTube? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Oh Nathan, they had. I'll okay. I'm trying to think of some of like the cringiest conferences that I've watched. Uh, the first half of Bethesda's the, from E3 that, that's last the one year. That, that came to mind. This <laughs> All sort of, of this EA sort of from last that, year. This sort of made that look like child's play. Oh, because they they did like a music thing in there, as seems to be Why? the case. And want it's like, do you ever get feedback from anyone else? Like this doesn't really land well. So they did that. Randy Pitchford also came out and did like a five to seven minute magic trick. Wait, what? Yeah, when they were announcing the card, the Borderlands card game, um, and there was a, a magic trick involved. It was long and drawn out. Then they were going to announce uh, that Borderlands One is being remastered, put on a, a PC, PS4, Xbox One, and then it's getting the the 4K update on PC. And the trailer crapped out because they were trying to play the video in 4K on a laptop that would not, cannot run 4K. Why video. would you do that on a flat? Oh, oof. And so it w- it played for about like five seconds and then just failed. Oh no! And so he had like introduced he had introduced that everything. I think they had somebody coming out to like narrate on top of it. I think it was the you've played a lot more Borderlands than I have, but like. There's like a woman voiceover in the game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Angel. Guardian. Yeah, Angel. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I think they had her out on stage to like narrate over the trailer. Oh, nice. That was a nice touch if it works. Yeah, if it works, so they got her out there. The video starts, craps out. So he has to come back out there and like reintroduce it again because they were going to try it again, and it craps out again. Oh my god. So basically, then he just has to come out there and announce what it was. He was like. Uh, you know that's that's disappointing because it's here it is it's Borderlands on current gen and uh, an upgrade on on PC and so like everybody was like yeah that's that's cool yeah so then they had they were going and he was like all right guys well we need to get that video working cuz we've got a video at the end of the show that we really want to work and he's like he's saying that and I was like yeah cool so then I think they try another video and it doesn't work. So then he gets to the point where he's like, so guys to the, to the audience, he's like, so how are we doing? Oh no. And then he like pl- throws the packs, uh, people under the bus. Cause he was like, yeah, oh, no. we tried to bring our own people and our own equipment, but they wouldn't let us. So this is what we have to deal with. And you got the, 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 the audience literally chanting uh, VLC, like just play the non-high-res <laughs> version, and they don't, they don't listen. And so like, then they go to do the Borderlands 3 announcement, and he announces it by turning around and like taking off his jacket, and he has a shirt with a 3 on it. And that's like the announcement. And then they go to play the trailer, and it doesn't work. And it plays the trailer, 
but skipping every five frames. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, so they no. play the whole trailer like that. I mean, you can't, you can barely hear voice, like understand the voiceover or anything because it's like, play, skip, play, skip. Play. It, it was awful. So they play the whole thing. He comes back out there and he's like, yeah, sorry about that, but we hope that you're really excited. Oh, what's that? We fixed the problem? Y'all want to see it again? For real? You want to see it? And everyone's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they play it again. Just skips. And that's it. Oh, no. And he's like, we hope that you're excited. There we go. Oh, no. And then that was the conference. Oh, so many people got fired. So, so many it's people like, got fired for that. Guys. I mean, test the video? Like, just test it. Just make sure that it runs. Because they, 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 they had to have just not played it on the laptop at all. Right? Yeah. So... It what? was it was painful, oh, but yes, man. Borderlands Three. If you're watching the trailer after the fact, if you're just watching on YouTube. It's great. It looks like exactly what you wanted. It is. Everybody, it does go look back exactly two weeks like ago to our last episode. Nathan said, "I just want more Borderlands. I want Borderlands Two, and an updated engine. It's looking it's, better. That's what it, that's what I got. And it looks like that's what it is. There's like split screen co-op." Um, up to four players, which, which means that I'm probably going to be buying it on PC and PS4 at some point. And um, oh, yeah. buying it, buying it on PC leads to an interesting point, which we can get to after we finish talking yes. about yes, the indeed. game itself. Yes, indeed. In fact, I didn't even write down that topic, but that is a whole topic under itself. But yeah, so you're you're pleased? Oh, you're excited. yeah. One billion guns, man. One billion guns. That is the and number that gun. they threw out. And a gun with, with legs. legs. Yes, indeed. Um, but yeah, all the new Vault Hunters look really cool. Yeah. Um, getting to see all the old Vault Hunters was pretty cool. Even somebody from Tales of the Borderlands? Uh, a couple people, yeah. I think, yeah. Uh, I know that somebody, uh, the one podcast one that I was listening to was like, uh, my only concern is... He was voiced by Troy Baker in Tales of Borderlands, and Troy has a much higher price tag now than he did back in Tales of the Borderlands. <laughs> so, uh, you know, but I think Troy would do it. I think my boy Troy would do it. Plus, oh, most likely, plus yeah. they got that two K money. So <laughs> they got that two K that two K money. Um, so all those microtransactions from two K eighteen. Yeah, two K nineteen. Keep it current, man. Um. Because I actually have been playing 2K18, actually. Oh that my was my mindless game. That, that's what it was. Uh, so, so yeah, more Borderlands. And we the, the other two, the Handsome Jack Collection and the original, uh, are all in like, remastered visuals now. They were free this weekend. It was, yeah. Free update. Yeah. You could have been playing that. Could have been, but I didn't, so... There we go. But now, now I have to. There's no yeah, excuse. Yeah, so we There's need to get no back. There's no excuse. Hey, you want to play Borderlands 2 today? I'd have to set my computer up because I don't have it hooked up at the moment. Oh, I had to move it the other day. I just never put Aww. it back in. Um, when, so when was, we got the release date though, and I cannot remember September thirteenth. September thirteenth. Okay, yeah. Uh, and that is the the furthest game that we know about in the year. I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's the first one for the fall slate. So. Now it'll be interesting to see where everybody else slots in after that. Because we know that September, October is going to be hopefully crazy. Um, yeah, anything else for Borderlands stuff? Let, uh, let's uh, let's go into, you're talking about PC. Oh, so, yeah. Yes, so it's another. Going to, it's going to be an Epic Store exclusive for six months. <laughs> another one goes to Epic Store exclusively. Oh, oh! I and have... this is a firestorm. Epic, the Epic Store versus Steam conversation is so volatile. I don't know why. Here's the thing, and I I cannot claim to know all the gritty the gritty details because people are talking about like data scraping and like them them like not being secure with your with your stuff you know your your information and stuff like that okay i don't i don't know those people are forgetting that steam had those same problems back in the day but here's the main argument is that epic store and i'm seeing this all all over twitter everywhere all over reddit 
the the Epic Store is not consumer friendly because they're forcing people to buy it on their platform when their platform doesn't have like friends list doesn't have all I mean and there there's this there's this image going around where it's comparing what the features that Steam has versus the features that the Epic Store has it's just like oh Steam no Epic and I'm like the Epic Store has only been around for like three months. Can we just like have some perspective and go back to no. when Steam had been around okay, for three so months? What confuses me is where are all these fanatical Steam fans coming from? I've been using Steam since literally since it launched. I I love Steam. You are in Steam. I have two over two hundred and fifty games on Steam. I'd, I've been using Steam for literally the last decade. I fucking love Steam. I do not have a problem with the Epic Store whatsoever. I feel like I'd, competition is healthy. I'd, yes! I don't... Yes, this is going to force Steam to do stuff. And, I'm like, Valve is notorious for, like, just not wanting to do stuff. And they've been the only game in town for years. Almost to the point where, like, literally their buying biggest, something on PC is synonymous with buying it on Steam. It literally is. Their literal only competition, and it's not even really competition, is maybe the Microsoft Store and, like, Origin. GOG, like, good old games. Yeah, and, and that's, I mean, that's, and or, that's and, a different wheelhouse. Yeah, yeah, and EA has Origin mainly for their own stuff, so you're not getting, like, EA games on, on Steam. But Epic's coming in with, like, this is a third party like you're you're going to be playing you're going to have the opportunity to play like a lot of third party stuff not just Fortnite. that being said um i texted you about this and you never text me back did you see what corsair did for april fools oh no 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 i did not um their april fools joke was introducing the corsair game launcher launcher so that now now since you have all of these different game launchers they come they compiled them into a launcher that will launch all your other launchers so they're not taking up extra like screen space on your computer so now you can consolidate all of your game launchers into one launcher and you can go from there it was dude it was brilliant wow um the but once again, the thing is, like, I feel like we've gotten to a point because this happens, I think, with a lot of new stuff. We've gotten to the point where we forget that this great thing that we have, take Steam, like this great like machine that we have has been around for like 20 or I don't know, 15 years. How long has it been around? I really don't know. 15 uh, years, maybe 15 sounds right. Yeah. Uh- so there's been 15 years of iteration getting to the point where, oh, we have all these features. The Epic Store has literally been around for like three months, you know? So they're... Yeah, and if it came out of the gate with all, all of the same features, people would just been like, oh, they just they just copied Steam. Yeah, but I mean, like, you don't think that they're going to get that stuff in there? They're going to get that stuff in there. So, like, all those arguments to me uh, don't make any sense. Once again, if it's a security thing... Hopefully, Epic gets if it's secure. If together. it's a security thing, like oh my god, you, did you not go through that with Steam too? Like Steam had a real bad problem with that back in the day. Uh, Fallout seventy six. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like that's not <laughs> exclusive. It's one of the few things now that's not exclusive to Epic. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So one of my other biggest problems with this, specifically relating to Borderlands, is that as soon as that got announced. People started review bombing one and yeah, two on Steam. What? Like, why? That's a huge problem. Like, why are you taking that out on the first two games? That has nothing to do with it. Like, you are literally putting negative reviews on two of the best games that have ever been made. And I'm I'm not taking that back. I just stand by that. Just because the sequel is on a platform that you don't want, like, what is that changing? I, I feel like. PC players just have gone so long where there's only been one thing. They forget that, like, some games only come out on this thing to begin with that's been in video games forever. Like, this is essentially like you have two consoles on your PC now, you know? I mean, if you wanted wanted to get get, uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider, yeah, Rise of the Tomb Raider, 
It was on Xbox for one year before it ever came to PlayStation. Like that's just a thing that happens. This platform, Epic, yeah, it's not threw like, out some money and got it's an, not, an It's not like having two consoles on my computer. It would be like having two different in-console stores on your Xbox. No, no, no. But you know what I'm saying, though. Like, I, I get that it's not like you the literally same, just have to click a different set of buttons to get to yeah, a game yeah, instead yeah. of this set of buttons. Yeah. Yeah, because you don't have to go out and buy Epic's launcher for four hundred dollars. Just download it. You literally and just play have to click that. the same amount of buttons in a different place. That is literally that simple. Yeah, I know. So I guess that's my point. Is like there are more egregious exclusive things out there, and like we've been used to it for years. I think PC players is just like oh, I was on Steam. I remember back <laughs> hey, when Nintendo called. <laughs> Because, I mean, Steam has a almost... I, mean, I don't see Mario say, on Steam anywhere. I would say uh, Steam is one of the, the Dude, what if Nintendo? Reasons. what if Nintendo was, like, releasing the entire Mario Mario back catalog on PC? <laughs> Big store exclusive? <laughs> no, they come out with their own Nintendo store. Oh, yeah. The Nintendo launcher. And it would be the clunk. And then Corsair is like, well, shit, we ought to make this thing for real. <laughs> but, um... But I, I mean, I would say Steam is one of the big reasons that like PC uh, physical games kind of went away, right? Oh yeah. And I remember kind of being annoyed when I would buy a because I think I had to do this with Skyrim because I bought Skyrim physical. That's how long this go long ago this was. And you still had to like, even though you had the disc, you had to like register it with Steam. And like. Now it's just like Steam is synonymous with PC, but oh wait, no, there's actually a new player in town, and and now we're, you know, we're discouraging it, almost like, oh uh, we wait, competition is a bad thing. No, I think I think I know why people are like really upset with this. It's because uh, it's because uh, the Epic Store isn't going to get all the porn games that are on Steam. I think that's why people are really <laughs> yeah. upset about it. Yeah. <laughs> all those like skeezy like RPG maker porn games that are on Steam right now. The rape game. Yeah, they're uh, they're they're not. Epic Store's already said they're not doing all that. And that's why people are upset. There you go. There you go. Um, Keeping in your pants. Your I purse. really, I really wonder if people are really only upset because. Epic is Fortnite, you know, and like there's sort of no. It's because gamers as a culture abhor anything different. Yeah, they abhor change. They abhor anything different. Look for things to complain about in in an industry that should be about nothing but innovation. They literally hate any innovation at all. And like they will, they will innovate it, and then they will complain. Just a money grab. They will complain. Like I was doing about Far Cry earlier. They will complain about everything being the same, but you change one fucking thing, and they cry even harder. Yeah, yeah. That's why it's so hard for people like Nintendo and Sony and freaking Bioware to put out a new IP, and people lose their goddamn minds. Yep, it's toxic, dude. It's bad. Um. Well, all right. Uh, let's just go down the list here. Uh, God oh, of War. I, I set wins. you up. I set you up for Bioware if you want to talk about that. Okay. Uh, I'll get to that in two seconds. Since I already said God of War. Uh, God of War won Game of the Year again. Um, deserved. Uh, so I gotta play that. Yeah, it's great. It's really great. Um, it was on sale and I forgot to get it. It was on sale for like twenty dollars. Oh my god. Yeah. You should have at least told me. I would have picked it up. Um, so yeah, so there's that. All right, yeah, let's uh, let's let's head over to Anthem, okay? Because if you've been uh, paying attention to video games the past week, one of the huge circulating stories has been Jason Schreier's uh, "What Went Wrong with Anthems." Uh, what went, what went, I think it was like "What Went Wrong with Anthem" or something like that uh, over on Kotaku. So, Nathan, you have not read the article, so I'm going to sort of give you the story live and i just want you to react as i go okay uh because you might know a few of these details but essentially he's been working on this for a a good a good while he has had 19 current and former bioware employees come forth for 
uh, for sources. Okay, nineteen. Wow. Um, and he reached out to Bioware because this is important to know because Bioware put out a statement and the statement was not good. Um, but he reached out <laughs> I, to Bioware. I believe the word most people used was disheartened. Yeah. So he reached out to Bioware before he published. I think it was like the weekend before he published and said, Hey, look, this is coming out Tuesday. It's not, I think he, he put, he, he gave a bullet list of the things that he was covering and he said, it's not going to look good for like leadership. Uh, so I would love to have you guys do an interview with, you know, like Casey Hudson and a couple of other, like Mark Dar and stuff and have your perspective on it. And instead of responding to him, they obviously all went to a room and like crafted a response to what they thought the article was going to be because he said 10 minutes after his story went live, they released the statement that was like calling it. Um, I can't remember the exact terms that they used, but it was like, uh, we don't support articles and things that tear down things in the video game industry. And like, pick pick you know make fun of it and stuff like that and it's like that's not what the article was at all so anyway there's that like bioware is so like out of touch with what's going on because what the article is is detailing just how screwed up anthem's production was because we've known that it's been in quote unquote production for like 6 years right so a lot of people were were asking how could it be so buggy and lacking all these things at launch? I don't know. You probably have Square Enix. And it be, yeah, and, and it be in development for six years. So what happened was, and you mentioned this before the podcast started, they didn't really have a team lead for a long time because Casey Hudson was the creative lead on it. He left the company and they didn't really replace him at all. So they would go years like building these concepts and talking about these things and never making any decisions. They would, they said that they would like have meetings on things, get into arguments and never make any decisions. Like just leave the, you know, the meeting would be over and nothing was decided. And this went on for a long time. Like trying to make a puzzle where everybody makes their own piece. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And the original, the original uh, plan for it was to be a, um, an open world action game, not a shooter, but an action game, action survival where you would still have the base and you would go out with your friends and like collect resources and stuff and explore the world and then come back and like craft armor and stuff like that. So like that loop was the same, but it wasn't even supposed to be a shooter or a quote unquote looter shooter for years. Then they got. They finally got some stuff together to put together for a demo for, and I cannot remember his name, but he, he's like a high executive at EA, and they let him play it, and he's like, "No, nah, this is trash. Go back to the drawing board. Do it again." So they started over, and they put together this demo that had flying in it, something that they had scrapped. That they had, they threw around the idea, but they scrapped from the game for years and they put flying back in it. They created this demo. And that is what we saw two, e, uh, two E3s ago when the game was announced. And they put that together in like four months. Wow. And at that point, get this at that point, they still did not even really know it was a looter shooter. All they knew, all they knew was we're going to have flying and there's going to be, you know, it's going to be beautiful environments. Get this days before that goes, they changed the name from beyond to Anthem. They went to E3 thinking the name of the game was beyond and they were told "Ah, it's going to be really hard to copyright this three days. I think it was like three days before they went on stage with that to announce the game and they just named it Anthem because that was one of like their backup plans. But as far as I know, like they didn't even have anything in the story at that point to explain the name Anthem. What? Yeah. Yeah. They had t-shirts and everything. So you're you're made for beyond. You're telling me that the whole Anthem of creation backstory in the game came from the name and not the other way around. As far as I know. Oh, that is insane. Yeah. Like they, they, they renamed it. Days before they announced the game at E3 two two years ago, 
So then Casey Hudson comes back and at a higher position, but he, he basically comes in. Um, I think they move. He, he reboots Dragon Age 4 when he comes back. And I think the important thing there is Mark Dara was on Dragon Age 4 and he moved Mark Dara to creative lead of of um of anthem like a year ago like maybe 14 15 months ago and according to multiple sources that he got for this thing the game that we play today was made in about 12 months wow 12 to 16 months wow so that is why it felt incomplete. It's a buggy mess because it's only been in true development for about a year, year and a half. And uh, one of Jason's points is like, if you look at the credits, the first credit is Mark Dara, who only came onto the project a year ago. So he he's led to believe through through that that yeah, I mean like the anthem that we knew two years ago, they didn't even know what it was going to be. And the six years ago, you know, like they, nothing has ever happened until about a year ago. He said, what, what this does is it really shines a light on. And this is what some of the sources were saying. It shines a light on what has been sort of termed as Bioware magic, the Bioware magic effect where, uh, the game's kind of a dumpster fire until about six months before release and everything just comes together and they wind up making a pretty decent game. Um, they said this is what, that's, that's probably what, what happened, happened with Andromeda. I can almost guarantee you that's what happened with Andromeda, and that's what happened with Inquisition. And uh, except Inquisition was actually a really good game. <laughs> some of the employees said they that a lot of people within the company were hoping that Inquisition tanked because they were hoping that it would change so, the culture so of would, the of, to of, shine light of the on this, these kind of yes. problems. Yeah. But Andromeda should have been that point, and they yeah. still limped by with Andromeda. Yeah. He also said that there were a lot of there's a lot of animosity between the Bioware teams, uh, Austin and um, the one in Canada. I can't remember Montreal. Montreal. Montreal got shut down. Uh, well, no, then there's another one. Uh, uh, Montreal got shut down after Andromeda. They they closed that studio. Whatever the other I've, one is, was um, there one in Australia? No, I, I can't remember. I, I'll look it up. I'm wanting to say Austin's the only one they have now. Well, we'll see. It may have been Montreal, and that may have been the deal. Like the these like in in studio fighting has been going on uh, on for a long time. That may have been the deal. It was before it was shut down. So, um, so it, so it shines a light on like Bioware has a real problem because they were saying that things had gotten so bad that uh, some of the development staff would be taking like months of leave at a time for like mental health reasons and they would like people who were working would just like go into dark rooms and cry you know and just wow. like they were so stressed out and the the deal is like a huge amount of people left the company like two years ago when like anthem was finally like ramping up and like the bioware that we see today isn't because people were like Oh well, Bioware really has gone down, and the the point is like, no, it's not really the same Bioware. But um, well, Jason did point out though that the the actually that is sort of a misnomer because like Casey Hudson's still there, Mark Dara's still there. A lot of the people that made like the original Mass Effect trilogy were working on this game, and uh, the, his sources were saying that no, this sort of like crunch time, procrastination, crunch time, like turning it into something good has been happening since like the Mass Effect days. So they're hoping that it's going to turn things around. Now, Bioware's initial statement didn't look good because they were like, nah, this is nothing but a hit piece and people are coming after us. And Jason's like, it wasn't a hit piece. I'm just trying to make things better. And so then I think two days later, Casey Hudson came out and was like, okay, we have a big problem. We're going to work to fix it, you know, like culture wise. So there was that. But there were so many other things to Nathan in that story, like the fact that Frostbite Engine is a big problem. I haven't been a huge fan of it. Yeah, I could have told you that. Yeah, I haven't been a huge fan of it. That was I don't Frostbite like, was Inquisition's biggest problem. Yes, it yeah, I totally agree. Like with the load times and the area transitions and and, and I mean and 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 small things like animations, uh the weird like lighting stuff, I don't feel like it's really made for that style of game. 
And that's what people are saying because it yeah. was created for, guess what? A first person shooter. Yep. It was created for Battlefield and works well for that. But these people don't know how to use that engine and EA is forcing them to do so. Plus, what would happen is like at, at various points in the development process, they would have like people who specialize in Frostbite and they would be taken off the product or the, the project to go work on like FIFA because FIFA is the moneymaker. And so we've got to get FIFA at the door and, you know, we're taking Bioware employees to do that. So like it was just, it was crazy, but I could not believe the name change like two days before oh, they released the that's game. That's insane. And like not knowing what the game was going to be. You took your game to E3 and the only thing you had know. was, and we're so, going to fly. And so what this made me think, cause I don't, I don't know if you remember like what we saw of Anthem last year. We didn't see a whole lot last year. At last year's E3, they did like a panel with like four of the the devs talking about the lore. And I truly believe it's because they didn't have anything to show. I think that they had been like working on the story and they finally got some things down. And that's when we found out about like the Anthem creation and stuff. Because I don't think that there was like a whole lot of game to show last year. That's what's It sounds insane. like there was no game to show yeah. last year. So anyway, it's just and, and it, just a ridiculously interesting, fascinating piece uh one of the best things that i've read um so good stuff i mean go read it it's it's long it's like ten thousand words i think but um but good stuff um moving on uh other things that happened uh playstation did their first nintendo style or nintendo direct style uh video stream uh a lot of people complained about it because we want something to complain about um was it the best thing ever no because it focused on vr i and i'm not a vr player but what it did do was it made me excited about these moving forward because i like nintendo directs like i like having them periodically throughout the year and people were, were like oh this is the reason that sony's not doing a e3 press conference so we could watch that and the thing is like they playstation literally said we're going to be doing these throughout the year. So we're going to get probably at least three more of these things. Uh, and they're going to cover big stuff eventually. But this first one didn't have a whole lot to cover. Um, there's a couple things from it. The Days Gone trailer from that was phenomenal. Um, and then there was this one other game that I was like really into. And I cannot remember the name of it. But it was the one about where you, uh, you're like the graffiti artist. And you're like having to repaint the town. I can't remember the name of it. Jet Set No, no, no. No, it was like very artistic and... Um, it's for the Dreamcast, right? It's for the Dreamcast? I might have missed something. I'm I was talk- trying to look up something, oh. some new something on my phone. Oh, I'm talking about the, the PlayStation Direct. It's coming out on PS4. I can't, I can't remember the name of it, but anyway. Oh, no, I thought you were talking about older, because that sounds incredibly familiar. Yeah. There's a Dreamcast game where you where you basically graffiti a whole bunch of stuff while you're on a skateboard. Yeah, no, 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 no. This is a little bit different. A little bit different. A lot different, actually. But yeah, I'm excited about that. Let's really see the game. Uh, okay, but the thing is, though, dude, I almost I, I almost lost my mind because they opened the the PlayStation, the State of Play. I think that's what it's called. The State of Play. They opened it with the new Iron Man VR game, and for like half a second, when I heard the Avengers sounding theme i thought that sony was going to drop the bomb and and uh announce the or not announce but show the avengers game for the first time oh and i was God. like losing it and then i was like oh iron man vr okay which i hear is right. actually really good yeah yeah, yeah okay surprising. so i i found the news that i was looking up um <laughs> it's uh surprise surprise about the final fantasy 7 remake oh god <laughs> Um, the project lead for the remake is now co-director with Tetsuya Nomura, which is, I feel like it's a pretty interesting move. Wait, 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 wait. Who was the, who um, was the Aoki Hamaguchi. Okay. So they like promoted him to co-direct it now mm-hmm. so that hopefully it will come out in not a decade. Uh, uh that's the plan because they also... In that same thing, announced that um, they're um, 
That same guy. No, different guy. Is now working as the third development division, and they're working on a next-gen... For, like, a next-gen game. Like, a next-gen, I'm assuming, Final Fantasy game. Yeah. Um... And it's, he's the uh, the producer and director of uh, 14. The director of Iwata? Mm-hmm. Uh, Naoki Yoshida. Oh, yeah, 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 I'm sorry. Yeah. Not Iwata. Yeah, yeah, Yoshida, okay. Yeah, he's he's now... Yoshida-san, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's now um, in charge of their next-gen, their next next-gen product, project. <laughs> So apparently, really? him, him making yeah, apparently him making fun of all the other yeah, Final yeah, Fantasies yeah. got him a promotion. <laughs> so yeah, they're they're working on Dude, a, a. I'm assuming it's Final it's Fantasy. Final Fantasy 16, and, and he's directing, and it? it's going to be next gen. So I mean, has, we're looking because here's the thing: like, I feel like 14 is the biggest love letter to the series that we've gotten in a very long time oh yeah because i mean i love 15 but there that there is that whole tone thing of like it was so like modern day there were a lot of good easter eggs in there and like when they when they played the actual final fantasy theme at the very very end i was like oh my god okay yeah, this yeah. Is a final fantasy game but like there there's still sort of that level of because 14 is so fantasy-ish I feel like that's like the biggest love letter to the series, and I am so on board if he's if he's doing sixteen. God, that'd be awesome. Which, 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 okay, so okay, so remember how I was all about like tactics earlier? Yeah, he's doing fourteen. Fourteen has the whole job system, yeah. which came from yeah. tactics. Well, next well, gen, next gen project gonna be tactics game with him in the lead. Well, okay, all right. When did tactics come out? Oh god, we gotta, we gotta do this. We gotta do this. I'm wanting to say ninety something. Final Fantasy it, Tech. It was around the same time that Seven came out. Oh, okay. Well, then no. Uh, Tactics did not come up with the job thing. That was Final Fantasy three. Well, okay. And then five. Five is known for the job system. I think it was. It might have been after five. But also, Tactics took that job system and evolved it into something way bigger than what 5 did. I, I still think, like, you ask somebody what game did, like, created the job system, they're going to say 5. Created, yeah, but, like, took it to the next level, that was Tactics. And then, uh, well, and then they went back and put it into the DS. I'm sure, I'm sure that, uh, to what you're saying... Then they kind of took the evolution of the job system and used that to put back into the DS version of 3, uh, which has a nice job system. Then they put the job system in 12. No, the job system in 12 is directly from Tactics because they're both, it's, in the they're same, both part in the of the Evolution yeah. Alliance. Uh, yeah, and then 14 has the job system. Ah. That makes me think. If Tactics he's was released on, in June 1997. Yeah, yeah. Which, yeah, which was right around. You're right. It was right around seven, right? Yep. Um, okay. So, so anyway, if he's working on something next gen, I don't see it being tactics. Let me dream. I'm not saying that something tactics isn't being made. I just I think if they're doing 16, it makes me excited because I think that regardless if it is tactics or not, we will see the return of the job system, which fingers crossed. I would love, love, love. So yeah, that was that's good. Uh, that was a good little scoop there. Yeah. I did not see that. I didn't see that this week. Um, Xbox also did. Uh, their idea Xbox thing and I will say the one thing that I was really excited about out of that was this game called Outer Wilds not Outer Worlds from Obsidian but Outer Wilds yeah because uh, I didn't know much about that game before the idea at Xbox but dude I am so on board with that game after that because it's uh, like infinite space uh, puzzle slash survival game sounds fantastic uh, I like the puzzle element. 
because I'm still like slowly going through Witness. Good puzzle game. Um, oh, a game I really want to pick up because everybody's talking about how good it is is Baba is You. Have you seen Have you seen anything on that? I've heard the name. I haven't really seen anything about God, it. It sounds so cool. Um, I think I'm going to pick that up this week. Okay, um, let's see. Let's talk about some Switch stuff. Um, we got a couple new Switch models. It's kind of long rumored, long expected. There's going to be like a Switch Pro. There's going to have better hardware, uh, better screen. And then there's also going to be a cheaper version, which I think is uh, handheld only. So, See, I was yeah. kind of hoping they'd go the other way and make it not oh, handheld only, at all. Yeah, only console. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think... I mean that would. That I think would, the that would almost be like make the the better hardware version like not mobile and then do. Well, another. I think what you could do is just make a dock that had actual hardware in it. Eh. Yeah, and just sell just the dock. That way, you could keep like the the handheld portion that you have and drop it in there. I don't know so how that, that would work though. From yeah, a so, technical standpoint. I mean, so that it's like when it's plugged in, then it's running. It's running off of the hardware of the dock. I think that's all you'd have to do. Yeah, that sounds super easy. Yeah, I mean, just do it. <laughs> just make it happen. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. I don't I, know. All we got to do to have Iron Man suits is just make them. Just, yeah, just, just do it. Make the Iron just Man a suit. a weapons dealer and a scientist and just make it happen. Throw Elon Musk into a cave <laughs> with a yeah. toaster. Yeah, and uh, you know. Make it so that he might die soon. Like, his life depends on him making an Iron Man suit. Just don't give him Twitter while he's in there. He won't get anything done. Something for the Switch that is not confirmed, but it's confirmed in our hearts, (laughs) is what I had honestly run out of hope for. I had been too long. I'd run out of hope, but uh, we had some leaks from... Our friends over at Best Buy. Which is surprising because it's not Walmart this it's time. It's not Canada Walmart or whatever. Uh, but there's some images for uh, Switch version of Persona 5. So that's interesting and something that I want bad. Yeah, I'm wondering if that's going to be the royal version of Persona 5. So some of the rumors are that the way that they may be getting around it being a PlayStation exclusive is that they're putting out the Royal Edition, which is the latest and the greatest, and it's, this is the premiere thing. Put that exclusive on PlayStation and then let the old version go to Switch because people on that platform haven't played it. You know, So that's what the rumors are. That's the way they get around it is like, okay, you can do this as long as it's like the original version. So... I, I mean, see. either way, I haven't played either of them, so... You should. I know, but, I mean, I'm going to see if it's coming on Switch in a couple weeks. Not that it's coming on Switch in a couple weeks, but they, we're supposed I've, to get we're supposed to get some more news as we've been waiting for the Persona event at the end of the month, so... We'll see very soon, in about three weeks. Uh, other thing in that same leak was your heart and soul. Oh, Yeah. Metroid Prime Trilogy. Metroid. Metroid Prime Trilogy. One of my biggest regrets as a gamer is that I have never played Metroid Prime. And, um, yeah, so Switch version of that also in the rumor mill. Because now I'm just I'm just thinking about how good that game would be with the Joy-Con motion control. Because it uh, originally came out on, I think the GameCube yeah. was the first one. Yeah. And then they I had think. one for the Wii, didn't they? I think at least they either re-released it on the Wii, or I think three might have come out on the Wii. Mm. But I mean, you could use the the Wii mode as basically like almost like a first-person shooter kind of. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just I just really want to see that with the Joy Cons on the Switch. Yeah, because the motion on the Switch is so much better. Yeah, I mean, I'd than... I'd probably still gonna drop it at some point and just use my Pro controller, but I'm at least gonna I, try I'm it with never the Joy Con. Do the motion control. Hey, motion control. Uh, I feel like there was another thing. I think I feel like there was three three leaks in there. And it was Persona. oh, it was a link to the past. Link to the past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but who knows? Which like, I would I would definitely knows? buy that on yeah. Switch. Who knows? Um, 
another thing. This is like, okay, so this is confirmed, but we don't know what exactly it looks like. But Monolith Soft put out um, job job description stuff, application. You know, like people apply for this because they're working on a Zelda title. Oh yeah, yeah, makers of Xenoblade Chronicles, and also they helped over a hundred of their staff helped make okay, it so Breath is of the this, Wild. Did they uh, they mentioned an indie an indie studio making a Zelda game? Completely this is a, this separate. is a different one, completely separate. Yeah. So now this is the second now indie developer. Well, well Monolith Soft is not, not indie, not indie, but non <laughs> non Nintendo non Nintendo developer. Employees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and they are they're second party. They're set, they're not owned by Nintendo, but they have exclusive wow. stuff with them. Nintendo's just, whew. so. And like I said, I mean, like a hundred of their staff worked on Breath of the Wild. So here's some things. Here, here's some, here's some rumors. Here's some possibilities. And actual, here's okay. You saying that? Thinking Xenoblade, an actual Legend of Zelda RPG. Yes, I would lose yes. my shit. Yes, I would lose my shit. Yes, because like Breath of the Wild was almost there. It was almost RPG. Anyway, just go the extra mile. Just one more step, and, and we're there. So here are some theories. Using the same engine, it's Breath of the Wild. Oh, God, yes. And so we're looking at... It may not be that far off. Because the all the stuff is there, and this could be like the quote-unquote Majora's Mask... Oh, dude, if they that. went back to Terminal with this, I would... Oh, and, and, and oh all, man, and, and dude. I'm, I'm not saying setting. I'm not saying caliber game. I'm just saying, like, that used the same engine assets. What if they did the same thing? So we're not looking at a five-year turnaround before the next Zelda game. Because Monolith Soft is already familiar with that. It's possible. Um, other things were, like... Although, if this is Monolith Soft talking about, there's a good chance everyone's going to have a British accent. Didn't Zelda have? Didn't everybody have a British accent anyway? No, I think Zelda's the only person who had a speaking line in the entire game. Oh, that's in not Breath true. Of the All the champions did. Oh no, that's right. Fuck me. Yeah, she was the only person that was okay. British, though. Yeah. You're right, though. Okay, they'll so probably have like, like Irish so it was like five people. No, six. The king spoke too. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I should. I need to go back and play Breath of the Wild now. Oh I, no! Oh no! I don't kinda, make me play Breath of the Wild again. I kind of got the itch the other day. Should we scratch it? Nah. Got to play Borderlands too. Yeah, sure. Don't get sidetracked. But anyway, so exciting stuff. Exciting mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, we, less we, exciting would be they're like coming in to help with uh, um, Link's Awakening, at like the very end. Uh, most people are saying that game's pretty much already done so uh, I'm just throwing that out there as like that is plus Nintendo's already done that kind of thing before so I don't feel like they need to bring in a third party for that yeah so uh, yeah because the third party who's already porting that because they're they're the team that did uh, uh, Link Link Between Worlds yeah so yeah there's that 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 was fun um Assassin's Creed rumor. Want to see how you feel about this? Oh yeah, with them, uh, it's uh, it's Middle Ages, right? Viking setting. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be all over that. It's running around like throwing axes at people. Yeah, I'd be about it. Yeah, and like uh, instead of like focusing on the Greek pantheon, pull complete God of War, go from Greece. Straight up to uh, the um, oh yeah, that would the, be a the nice Norse touch. mythology. That'd be awesome. Oh, dude, could you could you imagine a open world game set in um, like Scandinavia with like yes. the, the the dude just the visuals, yes, and like the backgrounds and like all the fjords and, and still stuff. Still have the advantage of like ships and stuff. Like oh naval my god, stuff. I want to I want to I want a Viking longboat. Yes, I want it. you and your blood brothers. I want it. Oh my god! I'm actually playing like dude Beowulf so I can have a big and, uh, Viking beard. God, praying to Thor. 
Maybe going to kill Thor? Who knows? Who knows? But I do. Yeah, I would love that. Yeah. Viking. Some other people were saying that uh, Japan wasn't a possibility. A lot of people want Japan. I would love Japan. I would do Japan. Yeah. I'd do either. I'd the be, other, I'd the be other equally okay with rumor, either. But I think it's been squashed was Rome. Uh, I think I that's, be okay that's a little too, too close to Odyssey. But it, to me, yeah, that is really close to the Greek. Um, but Viking, I think, is what I'm most excited about. I mean, everything they'd probably be able to get Rome out a lot faster because they could just reuse a lot of the <laughs> <Yeah>. same assets, but <laughs> like Rome did. Uh, um, uh, so yeah, I think. But, oh, history burn! <laughs> I think I think Viking setting, especially like all the stuff that you were just saying, like the the, the picturesque open world and like the, that aesthetic. Oh my god! Just the icy seas. You get the you get to run around in like fur coats and stuff, like it's Game of Thrones. Have a giant beard. Oh my god. Okay. All right. Uh, anything? Anything else you want to add? Nah. I, this has been a pretty long podcast. Well, uh, it's no, about time really, to wrap this up. Really, like uh, hour five. That's not too bad for missing two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It's gonna should be like ghosts. All right. It's about time to wrap this up. Yeah. All right. Time to go. I'm getting hungry. Get some more pancakes out here. Oh, God. <laughs> it's pancake day. Oh, man. Thank you for listening, everybody. The episode five, check, check, go. Till next week, I'm going to not be playing Mass Effect. I hate you. <laughs> See you, everybody. Later. Later.